Parker. And it's your girl, Shakira B. And, and we, we are the Bougetta Podcast. Woo! The Bougetta Podcast is a dialogue between two best friends taking on the challenge to break barriers in generational stigmas and defy gravity. We are modern day African American women transcending stereotypes. Y'all didn't know we knew those words, did y'all? Okay. <laughs> So now it's time for the praise break of the week. And for those of you who don't know, the praise break of the week is anything that happened to you that was worth a run and a shout of praise. So Parker, what was your praise break of the week? So my praise break of the week this week, y'all, I was asked to speak at a conference. Woo! Hey, oh my God. First time. I didn't think that this would be coming for like another year. So I'm very surprised. But just like... um. A colleague of mine told me, she was just like, Parker, you are perfect for it. Of course they will want you. I was just like, oh my yes. God, thank you so I'm much. I'm so proud of my best friend. So yes, I will be speaking at the National Alliance to End Homelessness, their conference. Um, and I'll just be talking about TANF and SNAP and how their programs to be able to be used to move people out of homelessness and then other opportunities for those programs to become better to better support people who are experiencing homelessness yes i'm just so proud thank you so i'm really excited so if anyone's gonna be there i mean who knows you know if you're there holla at me okay shout me out in the crowd hello but um yeah so shakira what was your praise break of the week so my praise break of the week is that I may have the opportunity to actually travel overseas for my job. Yeah. I'm so excited. For those of you who don't know, my ultimate goal is to become a U.S. ambassador. Yes. However, um, I'm just building to that slowly. Like I feel like so many people in our generation sometimes just want to just skip steps yeah. and get to stuff. And it's like, no, yeah. I'm just working on myself. I'm working on Seeking the land. I'm working Come on, on doing all things that God Seeking wants me to do. Land. So when I get into the position. Hey, you was ready. Hey, I'm ready, prepared. I'm going to stay there. Come on. Hallelujah. So, and that is one thing. And I know he's slowly building up my portfolio and my experience with overseas, other cultures, and other communities. So I'm right. very excited. I'm going to keep you guys posted. Please stand with me in faith. Pray for yes. me. That I'm proud of you. That's right. Just like a oh, hey, I, I'm just so proud of us. 2019 has been like, woo. Oh, no, seriously. Ooh, and y'all, I know she's probably going to get on me for saying this, but y'all lift Shakira up in prayer because coming up in the next few weeks, she will be in the pageant. Oh, yeah. Participating Woo! for Miss Black USA. Yes! She and our other best friend, Sheree. Yes. So she's Miss Black Texas and Shakira is Miss Black Maryland. Lift so lift up. them up in prayer, y'all. Hey. I'm going to be showing up in my gown. Okay. <laughs> okay. They're going to think I was in the pageant, but I'm there to support. Okay. I'm going to have signs. They lucky I don't have bells and sirens. I'm not trying to be that ghetto, but it will go there, okay? Oh it will gosh. go there because I am so proud. I mean, both of my best friends are literally in the Miss Black USA pageant. Oh, my gosh. And I know they're going to place. And yes. one of them is going to win. So we Woo! lifting it up in prayer. Keep it in, in prayer, y'all. Yes, exactly. It's <laughs> keeping it in the family. So lift them up in prayer. Uh, and I know they're going to do a great job. So I just wanted to put that out there for y'all family. Prayer warriors, oh, start now in advance. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on. Yes. So, this week, 
we have a very interesting topic. Yes, we do. Very interesting. And it's just, hmm. it's kind of disheartening. It is. And just, honestly, to me personally, it's just rude. But we're going we're gonna to get into the details later. But are you ready for the drum roll? Y'all know we got the catchy titles for y'all. So <laughs> we're about to be, um, what was it called? What, what did he used to work for, Jamie Foxx? Oh, the jingle, jingle. 8,000. <laughs> That's too funny, y'all. If y'all didn't know, Shakira can rap. <laughs> so she be over here rapping about any and everything. Just literally come off the dome with a rap. So if y'all see her out in the street, Hello. tell her to bust a freestyle. Real hot girl, Kiro. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of y'all who talk about y'all hot girls now, we've been hot girls, okay? Know we've been on the Megan we've Stallion. We've been on Megan Thank the Stallion. You. If you don't know every single okay. last we song on Tina Snow, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Period. Anyway, so. Drum roll, please. Similac or being lack. That is what we are talking about today. Come on. Similac or be in lack, okay? Hmm. That's what we're talking about. And I don't know if y'all know, but there's been a lot of bull fracking aggle going on about the black woman and the black woman working. Mm-hmm. So, Parker, do you want to read the scenario? Yeah, I'm going to read the scenario. So, okay. I saw this on someone that I follow's Insta story. And I had a whole, I had an earful for this joker. Okay. But let me tell you what it says. It says, and I quote, because I would never say anything out of my mouth like this. <laughs> While my peers celebrate more black women making six figures, I'm mourning for all our babies that had to be at daycares on formula, drinking cow's milk, eating toxic food and experiencing detachment just to make that bullshit happen. Pound, stay woke. End quote. I'm going to let that resonate on y'all. I'm going to read it one more time so it, you get it. Okay. Yeah. I quote again. While my peers celebrate more black women making six figures, I'm mourning for all our babies that had to be at daycares on formula, drinking cow's milk, eating toxic food, and experiencing detachment just to make that bullshit happen. Pound, stay woke. End quote. Go ahead, Shakira. <laughs> Yeah, when first initially read this to me, I was like, huh? I'm confused. Like, first off, just to start off the thing, it says, while my peers celebrate more black women making six figures. First off, why are you not celebrating any black person, period, that has reached a milestone? You know how hard it is for black people to have reached six figures? Oh, yeah. In general, it's some of us that don't even make two figures. Nevertheless, six. Come on. I don't know. It's just very disheartening. It just sounds like there's bitterness here. It sounds like it's some, no offense, some hotel stuff going on. Yeah, oh, you know it that. It sounds like it's some, we don't need money. We just need each other. Well, baby, we in America, and this is based off capitalism. Period. So unless you want to move somewhere else where this ain't what's going on, then that's just what you're going to be in. You got to work to make a living. Period. Exactly. 
And it's just like, I think the thing for me is that the ideology that now all of a sudden black women are abandoning their children to go work and make six figures is ridiculous because in this country, historically, let's go back. Black women have always worked. We have never been stay-at-home moms. Let me repeat that again for some of y'all who did not know. Black women have always worked. We have historically never been stay-at-home moms. We went from slavery to housemaids and nannies, from housemaids and nannies to teachers and government workers. And now, thankfully, we can be whatever we want to be, whether that's entrepreneurs or moving up the ladder or in policy. Corporate lawyer. Exactly, a corporate lawyer, whatever we want to do now. But historically, there are very, very, very few black women that I have ever known that were stay-at-home mothers and just solely were with their children and that was it. Historically, in the black family, black women have always worked because black men always made half of what white men made. So black women had to work. It was no option for a black woman not to work. So this idea that black women are now all of a sudden becoming so educated and making six figures that now they want to abandon their children and send them to daycare. It's false. It's false. Fake news. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong. Okay. Like, come on now. It's so insensitive to what black women have had to deal with. With over all of these years. And then my thing is, like, we really want to turn it. Let's really even start to talk about this whole feminist movement. Black women, you've been feminists. Please let it go. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be rude. I'm not trying to be funny. You've been a feminist. The feminist movement is literally from white women that could not actually go out and work. And once again, what do we just say? Historically, they didn't have to because what? Their white husband was bringing home a month enough for the entire household. Black men have always only been paid half of the white man because that's honestly what they even think of you. Exactly. To an extent. Exactly. So mm-hmm. guess what? We had to come in to even try to, we still ain't even at what the white man makes uh-huh. with black men and women coming together in one household we Mm -hmm. are still not at what most of the time what the average white man makes to support his actual family exactly and so like you said it really is unfortunate that this now messed up narrative is going around when this is what black women have been plagued with historically and not even let's just not even say in america across generations even in africa there are black women that walk mouths in the morning to go get water for their families to go provide and stuff while their husbands are hunting guess what he's hunting i have to nurture i have to give my kids water i have to breastfeed them it was always some type of work for us to do guess what back in slavery and i'm not saying this to be funny i'm not saying this to be rude or whatever whenever this come back one day during my ambassadorship or whatever guess whose tit white babies was on yeah black women period they couldn't even feed their own children they were feeding their master's children period (laughs) so it's just like this whole idea and then let's not even get started with the racial wealth gap if you don't know what that is do your research there are policies that were instated within this country through redlining 
through um, realtors, when yes. selling homes um, to black people, mm-hmm. when actually appraising black neighborhoods, lynching lynching properties when we had land. In exactly, the South. exactly. When people had to flee from terror to move to the north, all these black people didn't just pop up in the north in in ghettos in New York and Chicago and in L.A. No, they were up there because there was terror in the south from these lynch mobs and the KKK and different things of that nature. All of that being displaced off of land. Most people who were lynched, it was a lie that was created about them. So, so cuz all these people want to get hotep. Oh, I got history for that ass. Okay? <laughs> you want to talk about some hotep? I got real history for you, okay? So, going back into the early 1910s and and post um Right after um, slavery ended, pretty much, or whatever. I can't think of it. Post-Civil War. Yeah, post-Civil War or whatever. Um, uh, Yeah, so many black people... Reconstruction. Thank you, that's what I was looking for. During the Reconstruction period, exactly. (laughs) During the Reconstruction period, black people made the most progress that we have ever made, still to this day. There are more black congresspeople and senators then than there have been now still there are some areas that still have not had a black senator since reconstruction and that was in the late 1860s and that's when a lot of hbcus and historically black colleges and universities were formed also okay education however during that time period black people some of them received land from their old um, masters some of them received land because they had bought their freedom and ended up buying land land. and when white people wanted to get onto that land and wanted that land from them they would accuse them of a crime that they had not committed or they would just literally send a lynch mob after them and lynch them or threaten to lynch them so people's families had to flee or their land was completely stolen from them we know that land is the greatest wealth builder in the world no matter where you go if you own land your your probability of being wealthy is much more increased than someone who does not own land so we had that taken away from us not only during reconstruction we also had it taken away from us when of course we moved up to ghettos you didn't own any land up there we also had it taken away when finally the gi bill came around and all around long island and different areas where you know people who had came back from war were able to go and build homes black people were barred out of that black people were also barred out of buying homes in nice neighborhoods because of segregation may i say more okay (laughs) so when you sitting up here talking about oh black women this is brand new that y'all want to work thank god that we finally getting paid six figures yes hello i know people's i'm waiting on my reparations come on reparations for real and you know what black women said you know what we gonna go get our own damn reparations (laughs) We gonna get all this education. Yep. Hello, Shakira got three degrees. I got two, and an esthetician license because I'm a boss like that. Thank you. Period. And that's not to be and funny. Certain businesses. Hello. The fastest growing in the country to start a business is the black woman. Thank you. So I just, it just like I said, it pains me, and then I think it still goes into painting me even more when it says. I'm mourning for all of our babies that had to be at daycare on formula, drinking cow's milk, eating toxic food, and experiencing detachment. Let's go into, because Parker, you work with SNAP. You work with food stamps. Mm -hmm. You work with nutritional supplements. But Mm -hmm. let's also talk about just modern day foundational building of 
there's nothing wrong with your child being in a daycare and being around other kids and That's being right. around other people. Mm-hmm. And also, you don't know how this woman, so for you to assume that the child is on formula, like this woman can't breastfeed or provide enough breast milk for her child to be on while someone else is watching her child. I don't... Mm-hmm. And tell them what you can do at your job. Yeah, and also my job. Okay, guys, so my son my future son god has shown me i'm gonna have a son first y'all so remember this prophetically mm-hmm. can't wait um he's hey. gonna be a diplotat yeah his name's gonna be king too okay so he's gonna be uh a diplotat and what that actually is there is a daycare at my job where i can actually go and see my child at any time i can breastfeed them at any time and a lot of jobs are getting to that point where they're starting to see such a need for daycare in america like a lot of jobs are even having built-in daycares into their actual job structure or they're having it where their daycares are literally like two or three blocks like i know several parents that weren't able to get into the diplomat program but their child is literally like a block or two and they go visit them or see them or can watch them on their camera so you're able to see and still check on your child this whole narrative about experiencing detachment and eating toxic food hell when i was looking at that menu them kids eat better than me mm-hmm. and, and learn languages yeah so they get to socialize all of that stuff. First off, my original background is in public health and also human development. Yes. There's absolutely nothing wrong with children going to daycare. It's actually great because they become socialized. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, would I say that you should send your child to daycare at six weeks? In my opinion, absolutely not. They haven't had enough time with their mother. But there are some people that have to do that. And it has nothing to do with women who are making six figures. It has everything to do with there are women out here who have to struggle, literally, and, and go out here and they don't have the time to wait three months off of work. Their job isn't going to give them three months off of work. They have to go out here and get it. Sure so t- taking their child to daycare is the only option that they have to still be able to put food on the table, which is what the government expects for all women to do. They expect for women to have children and then hurry up and get back to work so they won't be considered lazy. And that's the stuff that I put up with every day trying to convince you know, Congress people in the government that that's not the case at all. A woman is not lazy because she wants to stay home and nurture her child and things of that nature. That's until biological. It's that's biological. Literally. Exactly. It's nothing wrong with that. And it's not looked at as something is wrong with that with other races, including white women who want to stay home for a whole year with their child and not necessarily work. But guess what? They have the husband to back them to do that. So that's what I'm and saying. And they got the wealth and the savings. The wealth and the savings. So yeah, I am going to make the six figures and I am going to save this money and I and am going to buy this house. And I am strategic with having a child Yes, exactly. So when my child does come into this world and I will have a husband also, that, that's, that is one thing. A child is not coming into this world without a husband. It has no shade to anyone that has not had that. But for myself, me and mine, I've been grateful that I haven't had any yet. And so now that I'm older and wiser, I won't be having any until I have a husband. Thank you, God. So, period. And there's nothing wrong with setting that standard for yourself. If that's not what happened, that's okay. You can still recover. I'm breaking generational curses off my family. Oh, yeah. And generational curse is what? Financial and poverty. It's in the Bible. Yep. If you don't believe poverty is in the Bible... Go look it up for yourself. Yeah, poverty is a whole... That's a, a stronghold. It's a stronghold of principality for sure. <laughs> it is. And a whole bunch of us have that mindset that, oh, I'll just get it when I get to heaven. Oh, no. 
I'm gonna get it now <laughs> because it, it's a lot of things that need to be structured in order for and strategic. And strategic, exactly. And the thing is, let's work together strategically, black men and black women. Instead of black men sitting over here telling us they don't want their babies having a Similac and all of this stuff or whatever. Okay, black men. I've noticed a lot of hotel black men that have so much to say are the main ones who got five <laughs> kids out of wedlock, are the main ones that don't have a secure black family themselves, are the main ones that if they do have a wife, they're stepping out on her every five seconds. So what do you think that's doing? Similac is way less work than your child experiencing trauma from seeing their daddy being a, a hoe. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell it like it is. Tell the truth. I'm going to tell it like it is. Similac is way is way less harmful. And that's what I'm saying. Than, than the trauma. These generational traumas that oh, we yeah. continue to instill. Yeah, continue to perpetuate because we don't want to have accountability. Guess what? It is not the same to be together in just a relationship than it is a commitment in marriage. You wouldn't at my job, I signed a contract to work for my job. I signed a contract. I am legally bound to my job until they either let me go or I let them go. They are legally bound to pay me. So it's not like I just walked in there like, oh yeah, so we gotta, I'm gonna start working today and y'all gonna pay me and then when the paycheck stopped coming, I'm looking like, hey, wait, but I work here. No, you don't. You didn't sign a contract. Right. It's the same thing with the marriage. It's the same thing. Come when on, I preach. grew up, hello, preach. my parents are funeral directors. A lot of y'all know that. And I ain't put nobody business on Front Street, but I grew up seeing a lot growing up around the funeral home. There were many women who were in quote unquote common law marriages where they had never formally gotten married to that person but have been with them 30, 40, sometimes 50 years and you want to know what Damn. happened every single time that person died whether dang they shared children to, that, they ain't get nothing you right unless they shared children even if they shared children together still the kids would come in yep. and take everything even this daggone house that the woman lived in and she's sitting there looking around no you don't ever invest in something and you didn't sign off on a dotted line you invest in all those years and you don't get any return nothing that's crazy you got to be crazy and and nobody does that in anything else but you expect to that to be done in a relationship in a family though let's talk about that right. with the family structure that god has built and created himself and y'all know we're christian so we're gonna bring everything back to the period. bible period so i don't know what else other you may be believing in but we're gonna bring it all back to the bible that at the end of the day in the Bible, you weren't even allowed to even come to step on someone's doorstep without proving that you are worthy to take care of their child. Thank you. Now, women, I'm going back to this on us. Because yeah. this is where we got to do better, too. Yep. We can't sit up here and continue to be with men that are proving that they cannot take care of you. Thank you. And I know some a lot of people will be like, I don't want anybody to take care of me. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. On multiple levels. Not even just... The man take care, but he's supposed to provide and to protect. Yep. That is literally what the man is supposed to do. If you out here making all the money that's going to hold up the household, but guess what? You end up going and getting your uh, hand chopped off. It's a whole different level of strength that a man just has that a woman does not. I, I've even seen it with my own father. My yeah. father has worked it with the flu parker. Yeah. My father has worked with Bell Palsby, and yeah. he is still here. Yeah. If my mama did that, she would be dead and gone. Mm -hmm. And I and I promise you, mm -hmm. she really would. And that's why all these black women got high blood pressure, hypertension, can't carry ch children a full term, dying on the birthbed. Mm -hmm. 
it's uh, it's all connected it, it to an extent. Yeah. And it's not even just like I said, even from you know a relationship standpoint but even in a marriage a man is supposed he got to step up in that kind of way yeah you can't even be married to someone and he not stepping up in a way that where certain stresses and levels are on you you shouldn't be in no household you worry about how the mortgage gonna get paid thank you especially if another <laughs> joker's up in there with you now don't get me started on that and y'all i want to sit up here and talk about how um a woman can get to nurturing a woman can worry about nurturing when other things are taken care of hey you can't worry about nurturing a child and doing all you got to do all of that then worry about all the financial stresses and i'm so sorry for so many women that had to do that on their own i'm so sorry i'm not saying anything about i commend commend y'all seriously i commend y'all because that's not how god intended things to be at all it was intended to be a balance literally it was intended to be for the man to carry certain things and a woman to be able to carry certain things no one person is supposed to carry all of that even for single fathers that's difficult yeah. for a single father to have to be strength protect and all those different things and then have to also try to be nurturing that's hard yeah that's it's difficult for one person to do it was never meant for one person to be able and to let's do. even go talk about because we just talking about it because you know trying to work on being more inclusive and stuff so not even talking about when it comes to you know gay people or trans or however mm-hmm. that is but we're just talking about the actual balance in the house because me and parker want to explain this too that god goes by kingdom principles oh yeah he don't necessarily go by actually what's happening so when he's looking in the house he's saying like dang it's a lot of masculinity in here. Where yeah, is the feminine? Where is the feminine? Where energy? is the feminine energy to yes. be able to balance this out? If everything is masculine, it's not gonna work. If everything is feminine, it's not gonna work. Yep. It has to be a, a balance. balance. Yep. Like and that even goes like I said. There are some men that are way better nurturers than women. Yep. And that's just that's just how it is. That doesn't mm-hmm. even necessarily mean that they have to be more feminine or anything. That's just the energy that they have. Yeah. They're like, oh, sweetie, you know, come here. Let me rub your bruise. Let me do this. Yeah, let me do yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And there are some women that have more masculine, masculine ways in a way where there are some women, hey, they are great with power tools. Mm-hmm. They can go up in their house and fix anything. Yeah. But can they necessarily cook or do certain Mm -hmm. other types of trades and that's where the balance has to be brought into the household and that is what we really truly are meaning by at the end of the day everything has to be structured according to the way god has set it up that is literally how he's set up the family structure yeah yeah exactly period this is good now, this this is so is good. Good. We always bring it to the people. We always bring it to the people because literally it's something that we have to do better. We as a people, as black people, we have been behind and it has been systematically set up in this country. Yes. And in order for us to move forward, it's certain things that we're going to have to do. We're going to have to get strategic. We're going to have to study other races to understand how they got ahead. Okay, one of the things is being structured with your finances. A lot of us, we live well beyond our means. This whole thing of, well, we both should be contributing. We both should be contributing. Okay, I got you. And contributing, yes, both parties that they're working should be contributing. But I'm about to mess y'all minds up about how, though. First off, every single bill that is a major bill that you could not live without, i.e. mortgage, utilities, Utilities. car notes, Mm -hmm. that should be paid by one person. Not both, 
Because what if something happens to one or the other? And one of the things that I want y'all to understand, when I used to work for social services... One thing can take somebody out. One thing. <laughs> one thing. And I, it's not just single people, individuals, single women, or it was married couples too, literally. Living beyond their means. I have many families living beyond their means, and they had no idea. Could have been making this money for 20 years. And they literally spent everything that they had... Even, you know, put in savings and stuff like that. But one thing happened or one person lost income or one person ended up dying and their whole lives spiral out of control because they lived well beyond their means. And now they're in my office needing assistance, which is nothing wrong with that. If you need it, please go get it. That's what it's there for. You pay your taxes. If you ever need benefits, do not be ashamed to go and get them. And I'm going to say that again. Do not be ashamed. That's what they're there for, period. But literally coming in and going through some of the worst times of their lives because we get this money and we just spend out of control and it's like well both people should be contributing yeah okay for my household and this is just like Shakira said depending on feminine and masculine and that's not based on sexuality either that's just energy there's a different balance feminine is more emotional and nurturing intuitive yeah Yeah. and masculine Mm -hmm. is more working protecting Protecting, um, um providing actually coming up with solutions right right and that can be either side or whatever but for me in my house okay well how i would like to break things down i think y'all have heard me say this before i would like my husband to pay for all of the major things so the mortgage utilities car note things that are a necessity and my income will go towards our savings it will go towards our kids college savings it will go towards um our vacations yes because i love vacation it will go towards um some our investments and so will his too hopefully he'll have enough left over for savings for investments and things of that nature too but also will go towards um things like cleaning the household and things like if we need a chef to cook every now and then for you know a better life or whatever things of that nature but those are all things that are not necessarily necessary so if a hard time came along vacations out the window vacations out the window exactly (laughs) yeah yeah literally literally and then my income and our savings can be used to up to hold the household until my husband gets back on his feet or whatever and if it happens good lord i pray not that he goes on to glory that insurance money was there and black people please get life insurance please i don't know how to say it again yeah and if you are at the age of 25 or older and you have a good job pay into the life insurance yeah you just never know what is going to happen and life insurance is a way that a lot of other races have gotten on their feet yes it you is. can't get on your feet and someone die, and now the family in twenty thousand dollars in debt, and you trying to raise money just to bury your loved one. Yep, not even literally, pay all not their even debt. pay any debt, just to pay bury their loved one. And guess what? That debt don't go away. It don't. Nope, it go right to the next of kin. So mm-hmm. you ain't doing nothing but perpetuating a cycle. But guess what? If you got a million dollar life insurance policy, and your mama in a hundred thousand dollars in credit card debt that and it's nothing. gonna cost a twenty thousand to bury you that'd be a hundred twenty thousand dollars and you going on with eight hundred thousand nine hundred thousand yep, dollars yep, yep to do whatever it is to you do need to start, do. A you start a business pay off it. your family homes in the yep. house and your brother and sister's house have money for your kids because mm-hmm. like we have to start getting to that point yep yep i agree don't be afraid of it 
Yeah, because we all going to die thing. one day. Yep. Mm-hmm. Guess what? I got two life insurance policies. Oh, that's right. I know that's right. I and got we'll one, one and I'm about to have get kids. another one. I, yep. <laughs> I'm about to get it. No, I have two, too. I have two, too. My mama got one on me. <laughs> my mama got one. I got one at my job, and I need to get another one. Um, I'm going to get it when I get my house. Yay! Yay. I'm so excited. Woo! Yes, yes, yes. So, we are excited to hear what y'all have to say about this, because it's just really hurt our feelings that people are really thinking like that. Like, we was like, hold up. We got to really provide some historical context for you jokers because <laughs> yes exactly and we're not like we're not condemning anyone's lifestyle we don't want y'all to think that we're not mm-hmm. we just want to teach knowledgeable and let people know that this is why things are not working out god is about divine order yes he is. i don't care what nobody says that is one thing that i'll believe to the end of my grave people can get upset with that but he is about divine order he cannot bless something in the correct way that it needs to be when things are out of whack. And what I mean by that, he can give you the blessing, but guess what? You won't be able to use the blessing to what it was fully supposed to be because Ooh, you're, you're out preaching, of alignment. You're preaching, you're preaching, you're preaching. There's you're no preaching. point in giving you $100,000 and you got somebody else up in your house that ain't supposed to be. Ooh, say it again. But guess what? That blessing was still on his way. So when you get the $100,000 and then the raggedy person that was in your house didn't use 60000 of it, yep. what can you say? Yeah. Well, God... I mean, and no, you was not lying. commit to you. Because God done gave yep. you the blessing that you've been praying on for the past 10 years. He gave you the 100000 Yeah, It ain't his fault that you had a, you was out of alignment. Because yep. God is still going to bless you because he's not petty. Yeah. He's not petty. Contrary to what a lot of people think from being raised in the church and stuff like that, God is not a petty guy. He's still going to give he you has specific the specific times and inheritance too. Oh, yeah. So oh, let's yeah. talk about that. That's going to be another episode of mm-hmm. when you're waiting on a blessing. It's already coming. Yep. It just got a time and date on it. Yep. That's like my truth. husband coming. Yeah. Hey, mine After my house. It's all right, Lord. I got you. After my house. Then, you know, we can bring a husband on. 2020, you know, year the husband. <laughs> 2020, hopefully he's going to have 2020 vision to see me as his wife. Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. I receive it. Hey, thank you, Lord. Lord. Okay. Y'all pray for us on that one. <laughs> Lord, so y'all, I think it's time we close this thing on out. Yes, yeah, so bow your head, flip your head, and close your eyes. <laughs> y'all know where? Let me do that again. <laughs> flip your head, bow your head, and close your eyes. God, I thank you for making me bougie and ghetto. I thank you for making me so cold that I can rock Jordans or stilettos. I thank you for my haters, motivators, and duplicators. I thank you for my friends, family, and my enemies. God, I thank you for the way you uniquely made me. We want my money and no problems, more love and no drama. Help us to always remain ten toes down. And as queens, we can never let anyone take our crown. And in Jesus' name, amen.